The Electoral College solidified Joe Biden's win. So Trump. You're gone. Fired. Out of here. Ain't nothing I can do for you. You're listening to that blessed and highly flavored podcast. It's only because a nigga bless. Welcome back to Black Oak Couch Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We are back for another episode of 13 Reasons Why. Back to back episodes five and six of season three. We start off with Nobody's Clean, written by Trevor Marty Smith, directed by Bronwyn Hughes, who did some work on All Rise and The Resident. I gave this episode a 7.9 out of 10. I really like how they are making Clay and Ani the Sherlock Holmes and Watson of the series, (laughs) with Ani definitely being Sherlock and Clay certainly being Watson. like clay met his nosy queen that matches him beat by beat and will take it a step further because they just be rolling up on folks like what's the story i need you to tell me and as soon as they roll up on folks everyone just like okay here's my story i just want to ask peers maybe grab a pencil take some notes i'm about to drop knowledge I mean, these are the nosiest motherfuckers on the planet. Last episode teased us with our star of the episode, Alex. He was in the cop car getting all the deets on the crime scene and he sees they found a big ass bag of steroids. Now, I don't know why, but I'm just throwing this out there right now because I was thinking about it. Zach is somehow involved in this because A, we saw him at the pier and two, in the second episode or particularly in this episode, he was not too happy to see people were doing steroids on his team. And if he found out that Bryce was dealing to people, say like our innocent baby Charlie that hopefully won't get turned by this group of teenagers, he could still possibly be saved from becoming a part of the rape culture, except that I don't see any other people being convicted or accused of rape. So I don't know how you can call a team a rape cult. We won't get into the graphics of this show because we already know they're trash. And at this point, I'm still in the game in season three. I'm just beating a dead horse. So I might as well just roll over the goddamn plot holes with all four damn tires getting through the rest of this fucking uh, very inconsistent rocky ass pavement that they trying to base a lot of this shit on so with that out of the way i think i've trashed it enough (laughs) we go back to bryce and the steroids i'm thinking maybe he whooped somebody's ass because he caught charlie getting some steroids or he found out some shit and he was like motherfucker you're ruining my team i'm captain and i was trying to have people be in a good way without your fucking bad influence and here you come and then he whooped his ass and then that's how it happened because he said he was beaten to death right and then zach ran out of there like oh dear we are in trouble 
so this all starts for with alex i should say when he is dumped by jessica and she's very happily in love with justin still and he's over there being really fucking awkward hanging out at monet's where he know he work and then in that blue shirt i don't know what she was doing bruh and then you literally waited until she surveyed the entire room to be like hey i exist can you come over here and it was the desperate kind of i'm not asking you to come over here i'm guilt tripping you into coming here because you know you owe me some explanations even though i didn't ask for any and i ran off in a tantrum yeah y'all just heard my door shut <laughs> because <laughs> my heater kicked on because it's cold as shit outside and he's like look um i get it it's cool you're happy i can move on we can be friends right i want to be friends no wonder she ain't friends with him in the day like if this was his idea of friendship then no wonder she'd be like fuck off to you in the hallways because he'd be losing his shit every five seconds but on the flip side she really does deserve it because he did drop a few little truth bombs to her like oh, ha, 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 this is the second time you dumped me for justin so you know i'm kind of over it oh is that too soon is that too soon then he asked like well what is it about me that you don't want to fuck me and she's like um i don't like how do i answer that question without insulting you and he's like yeah go ahead and answer that question because i want to know i deserve to know she's like okay so it's all about your body and being attracted to who you attracted to and feeling safe and protected and then he lost his shit and was like bitch you try to tell me you protected from the man that allowed you to get raped make it make sense and i shouldn't have laughed i really shouldn't but he dragged her for filth in that moment did he really did and then he got up with his cane and accidentally got her um blouse wet got her whole pants wet and everything with hot ass coffee hopefully it was lukewarm and then he's like oh shit i have to uh limp down and find some napkins and before he could get a napkin <laughs> justin done flew across the room with a whole ass one not a paper napkin at that like you okay i got you before he could even turn around and he was looking like a whole ass clown because clearly despite his past actions he still can <laughs> come to her rescue from across the room because he know he was peeping that conversation but he also know that is not my business so then he decides i need to change my body image and start working out except i don't want to do this the the <laughs> the right way because zach is so precious he said hold on you um gonna take these weights off and i'm about to go get you a safety thing <laughs> i was laughing so damn hard <laughs> oh so funny and then the other dude came up to him like bruh you need some steroids because i got some juice come come see me in the locker room and it turns out that the person that he was getting his stuff from was like well i ain't fucking about to sell to a cop son so then alex had to meet bryce at a party and we'll talk more about this party later where he um buys it from bryce and then from there um a very unusual friendship emerges over the fact that jessica doesn't like to fuck him question how can 
mean you love a girl so much that you still have her birthday as your password to your phone even though she already broke up with you twice how can you then go and establish a summer long friendship fling with her rapist but i guess when you down on your luck and really just want to be in a cesspool of deep dark depressing feelings you might as well find someone who is equally there and be misery like company together i'm in love with the coco i'm in love with the coco i got it for the lolo I'm in love with the coco, coco. definitely not the same boy who screamed out rapist at bryce in the hallway like bitch what what you gonna do about it i think he's a little fixated on jessica in a way that isn't healthy and he needs to get in touch with the fact that he doesn't like girls or he might just be bisexual either way he has some things he has not confronted and this bullet to the head has fucked him up with his moods for life as Mimi was explaining to me so every time he blow up I'm like I want to be mad at him but now that she told me that's just his condition I'm like um y'all need to be real careful and like does anyone have any disclaimers out there that this is like he might go homicidal in the fact that he is taking roids and they talk about how that messes with your moods on top of being conflicted about your sexuality i think this motherfucker probably killed bryce because he seems like the one that would and he is doing some weird ass shit do y'all notice him with the sugar the 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 packet the salt packet the way he had it and the way he just came clean about his shit and then he keeps talking about we're all fucked like you remember when he was talking in season one with hannah and we didn't know at the end like oh we should have all seen all the signs that he was about to shoot himself in the head because he was pretty much looking like he wanted to kill himself the entire season like something was wrong with him that is exactly how he feels right now but especially when he gave that line like i ran out of ways to to kill myself or something to that effect to 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 clay at the end of the episode like no this dude is like on a whole nother (laughs) why is he not seeing a therapist plus someone explain that to me but then i think about the what kind of show i'm dealing with and i'm like never mind things that make um rational sense that's not allowed you're not allowed to play rational so they do blow together until they break into the wrong house thinking that it's his daddy's house because he's mad because he disowned him as his child except that he didn't actually verbally say it he just doesn't call doesn't write and dropped him off at the doorstep like he didn't even leave a note he was like i'm out so you need to go to your mom's because i'm not there to take care of you and i will not be coming back to do so i will be coming back to bring my hot young barely legal girlfriend slash mistress and by the way i also have a 12 year old daughter which we'll get to in the next episode so bryce then threatens to kill the kid with a sword after they do some major damage and this uh really freaks alex the fuck off like what the hell is wrong with you and the bromance is over that poor kid pissed his pants and you had alex taking down his hood like it's okay you're still a motherfucker that is not his mama or his daddy you're a stranger in his house 
you, no amount of it's okay is going to make him feel okay at that point you just leave don't even try to talk to him just say oh shit this was a mistake and leave i will say how they broke up was rather comical <laughs> there was moments that i was laughing that i'm not sure i was supposed to be laughing but you have alex saying you're a horrible person really nigga no because the box of polaroids with all the women that he molested didn't give you that indication and the fact that he didn't even understand that he actually raped women he is not someone that is going to be easily turned to the other side no matter how much he tries he's going to slide back into very comfortable habits which is the fact that he is not a great person and then alex follows it up with we scarred that kid for life i died he said alex baby we're all scarred for life look at your fucking head oh no he didn't i don't know why but that sounded so authentically what someone that is high would say that i could not help but chuckle at least bryce did vomit in horror if not remorse (laughs) and then they had this moment where they bonded too by sleeping with the same prostitute in which he reveals that no one wants to touch me anymore and i get sucker punched in the hallway so i come here and pay a woman for sex to make me feel like a man again bryce has no shame in his game and he even allows alex to go first alice fucks like he is in a gay porno he is definitely hitting it from the wrong side and i need you to address this soon honey because you are doing a lot of very aggressive things because you don't understand yourself yet especially when he said fucking bitch before he came and i was like yeah you also have a lot of unresolved anger towards jessica and you have idolized her in a way that i'm not even sure is fair to her even though she treated you like a fucking bitch i mean i gotta call it where i see it but i did laugh at the earlier line of ani when she said no one or when he said no one falls for skinny sad boys and clay is already taken (laughs) oh the dialogue in here was funny i will say that much um what else with alex so yeah he clears his name like that was my shameful secret i'm not even really ashamed of it because i just gave it out like diarrhea and that's that he did have some steroids and because justin is now becoming his brother (laughs) sleuthing too or maybe it's because you know fucking alex be getting on his nerves so if you hiding something yeah i'm definitely gonna bring that shit to light he tried to get rid of his steroids at school in the garbage can like a fucking moron (laughs) i'm like anyone could have saw you do that you could have went into the bathroom anything but then you had justin picking it up and giving it to ani and that's how they got the whole entire story so bryce was also dealing and that's how we found that out what else did we have regarding alex i don't think anything oh yeah he did go back again to the prostitute but just to cry in her arms because he doesn't understand (laughs) she was like honey slow down this isn't a porno movie (laughs) i shouldn't have laughed 
let's get to the fact that bryce's grandfather is a racist homophobic and enabler that believes women's position in life is to nurture and say yes but basically to say yes and do whatever a man tells you to do because he raised her like that she also has not told him that her grandson is dead then we also get another damaged person in this episode named monty who social services would easily intervene in if this was a show based in any type of actual reality because everyone knows he's getting abused they casually mention it that he's getting abused it's witnessed by actual people that are good people and they don't put any calls in to nine six kids don't get it whatsoever he's also into men we find out at the party he is invited to by bryce he catches eyes with someone named winston winston leads them the two investigators investigators watson and sherlock to the other sky uh, school sky is it liberty 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 i have no idea what the schools are i really don't care the school he went to but it turns out this asian kid is really this white kid named winston who he gave a blowjob to after they met eyes and it was awkward and yeah it was very clear that monty was not out about his sexuality and he was also very violent but he was like i'm into that so he goes down on him and then you feel i mean i really felt for monty i think this season is the season of making the villains be people as well because i didn't feel bad for him because he the way he was even clenching his fist you could tell his daddy beat the shit out of him he probably was in a dress when he was four years old and from that moment since his dad has been beating the living shit out of him knowing exactly who he is and not having it so very well done summing up a character in one scene and then he had winston that is the audacity or caldacity in monty's mind to actually address him outside of the bedroom by saying good night <laughs> and maybe we should hang some time and he's like oh hell no i don't know what you are you are what you are and i'm not and then he beats the living shit out of him and i don't know why winston didn't expect that to happen because it was written all over his face so then bryce pays winston off a total of seven thousand dollars to keep his mouth shut winston tells this whole story to two absolute strangers and then has the line it's quite a secret to keep use it well what do you mean that's kind of like some mean girls type of drama and i'm not sure why he's on that mean girls type of drama i just i'm very confuddled even he wouldn't even tell him why he decided to be his ass i'm i'm just i don't know where this winston thing was supposed to go somewhere but i felt he was a flair for dramatic for absolutely no reason but i also feel like we're gonna see him again and i don't know why but he was eyeballing alex and i was like oh okay i can see where they can explore that avenue because clearly he has a type closeted angry men <laughs> then we have principal bolin telling jessica to please 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 do not have your group show up 
with your vengeful white feminists with your agenda at this man's funeral can you please or boy's funeral respect his mother enough not to do this shit and she's not down with it she tells her group i'm not down with it i'm not supporting this i did not say go on this and this white bitch who i don't know who the fuck she is because when she told her oh you're still not done playing the victim if jessica do not reclaim her fucking hood she gonna get her black car taken she gonna get it absolutely and utterly removed if you did not punch that heifer in the throat are you serious this is your platform mind you no one asked you to be here you want to go start your group you go ahead and do so you ain't got to be under my umbrella ella ella she just let this girl disrespect the hell out of her i i have no understanding for and then she did it anyway at this funeral in the next episode that we're about to talk about here and i don't i don't get where this is going i don't get where it's coming from i need that uh, that white chick to have her ass beat by someone stat i also i guess we don't have nina anymore she ain't coming back for the season but all these girls being raped by who who's your rapist and have you like i'm really i i don't get it i don't get it and y'all do have an agenda and it's just like a white woman to try to step on someone else's platform to get their own revenge because she's the one that had the actual publicity on something oh i just can't stand everything about this storyline and i need it to end and the fact that jessica jumped on the grenade for these people in front of principal bowling i would have said it wasn't my fucking idea i'm not behind it i said no so if they show up arrest them and know that i'm not standing behind it this is not my group this is not my group's idea it's those people's idea i do not associate with them if y'all move forward then i am no longer a part of this particular group and i thought it was weird because they don't know what they're trying to paint principal bowling as incompetent is he uh insidious is he hiding shit because he's all like yeah i'm all for searching the school if you ain't got nothing to hide monty shut the fuck up i don't care we're gonna give them everything they want in this school then you the next moment you have him being uh, an asshole all season two like i don't give a shit about the student like where is this principal supposed to fall where i don't know i don't think the show knows because it's whatever it needs when they need it and this episode they needed him to be the understanding person like believe it or not i believe in feminists i believe in what you're doing with your group is important and i support you however this is crossing the line and i need you not to cross the line that's when she should have said i am not standing behind this i am she's a student body president i don't know why she would let these other people take over what she's supposed to stand for and girl you getting dick down and dumbed down at the same damn time so that's jessica what else did we have besides tony being harassed for being a brown man and nobody can ever see the shit happening i'm really kind of ashamed that the whole entire alex's dad never seems to see it i just what is up with these people how can you have a sheriff that looks the color he is and yet have racist ass people acting racist when they back is turned but nobody can ever see it 
that's some fucked up shit 13 reasons why episode 6 you can tell the heart of a man by how he grieves and some of these episode titles can fuck themselves in the ass i said it i gave this episode a 8.4 written by once again brown when hughes directed by mufancio eudofia bryce's mom let's start with her literally was raised to be nothing (laughs) oh the dad is just horrible horrible talking about she puts that cajun uh what did she call her that west indian spices in there west indian west indian that phrase is an 1800 phrase that's how far back in the fucking grave his racism go all the way back he ain't even got to they black <laughs> or african-americans he's still west indies we he coating you with the same brush i hope he dies horribly and terribly but that's just the really bad side of my soul i'm pretty sure (laughs) these type of people just uh they already are full of some type of self-loathing in their own they got to be i can't believe they they would sleep very cleanly at night something is definitely some demon if not angel is torturing them but instead of blaming the husband for leaving her or cheating on her with a younger woman he's gonna blame her for leaving her husband because he was a catch and she should have held on for dear life when she talks about divorce and this is what white men have done to trump women for about two centuries now in this country and now they are amongst the most brainwashed dummies thinking that they're actually free bryce did stick up to his old side of a grandfather when amara came in the room he's like don't you fucking touch me and then she's like trying to calm him down and he's like you can kiss my ass you fucking bitch he's like you talk to my mama one more time and will your ass up in the bushes and i'm gonna leave you there and you can call your ass back up in this house okay 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 he definitely said it like he never really tried to use authority very hard (laughs) in his life but you know like his father i think they're both a lot of bluff and no talk because we know monty was the one doing things bryce was just like wiggling his fingers like okay i'm gonna find a way for the money to get me out of this then we have mrs walker who is much more empathetic towards her son even though she knows exactly what he is because she calls him you know or tells ani in the last episode i forgot he came in after she was cleaning up his coke and he was like my dad don't give a shit about me and then she was telling him basically i don't know why you came in here talking to me because you are a man and i'm not a child and i'm not your damn therapist either and then he tossed a glass on the the floor because she was very indifferent and then that's when mrs walker was like you need to watch your ass around him just saying but it is a weird thing that a rapist cannot be a racist (laughs) because he is not that for all his faults and then we have the funeral why mr walker show up very very drunk 
he dropped his son like a bad habit and is acting like this is a social gathering his face is all bloated why is it when you do just disgusting things your face just start to it it just starts to give on the the um the appearance of what your inside looks like and that's exactly what happened to him because man he looks like he had botox or something and went really terrible and there's just this swelling and it's never going to go down the memorial words were actually very endearing we had clay showing up because of justin and justin's parents are not justin well they're justin's parents now because they're a whole ass family i even thought it was adorable when alex said (laughs) when justin was getting when he clay was picking up justin from summer school and (laughs) justin was going math i don't understand it and just walking away didn't even say hi and he's like i get it i have an asshole brother too i just thought that was cute and clay was just like yeah he's my brother just i don't know i love that because they were such enemies and then they just turned out to be siblings now to the point where he's like we need to put a picture up of justin that was sweet that was very very sweet corny but sneak but sweet (laughs) and then after she says some very nice words and we see a flashback of her having some fun with him and some light-hearted moments and there was an attempt of bonding between them it's to explain that yes he was and i like the way she said it my son was not a good person he didn't do the best he could do however he was getting better at least i saw the possibility of what the man he could become but you know there still was work in it but i don't ignore the pain that he's caused because he has hurt many people i thought her whole entire speech was more ownership than fucking all of everything that that bitch baker did yeah i called her the bitch baker until the flash mob comes out and starts calling him a racist and then that i don't i get that you angry and you got tears in your eyes like your son is dead but come on now he talked to you at a restaurant and you was trying to give him false information you said oh i'm going out to dubai tomorrow we got the director decorators coming to the new house what you mean we don't have to cancel the decorate i'm lying to you to your face can we go play golf I just want to spend time with you and you're like I cannot be bothered and then you shed in them tears you can kiss my ass with all of them tears you better fucking drink them and cry or fucking river and then <laughs> when he grabbed that child that's not okay you can't grab the child like that calling her a piece of shit I like how when he grab tried to grab his wife's hand in solidarity she smacked that shit away like I'm not even pretending here you're out of control turns out mr walker wasn't going to sign the divorce papers we find out in the past but bryce weeks after he went to the wrong house due to katia's information went to the right house and trashed the shit out of it and then flaunted the fact that he was not going to pay a dime and mentioned someone named clayton caitlin who is the nuclear option for mom to get him to sign said divorce papers and he's signing the papers so for her to say i'm not going to use that option i have a feeling she might have (laughs) because he's definitely signing and she definitely probably want enough money to 
get the fuck up out of her daddy's house and i don't even blame her because that old man is absolutely the worst and then that's when we find out about the 12 year old girl (sighs) apparently ani heard the conversation but it took homeboy to go find the divorce papers like why would they just casually be sitting around in the house and then i keep saying that and i have to remember what show i'm watching but yeah he had an illegitimate and legitimate daughter and bryce even thought that this was his second trying to replace me like boy it ain't trying to replace you he don't give a shit about none of y'all tony padilla is in the hot seat and is treated like the brown person because he comes in gets you know handcuffed to the interrogation room they make him sit all night then they um start to talk about bryce and the fact that he knew him turns out that his family got deported or it got well we find out they did get deported but they were taken by ice the night he was going to introduce his new boo i do love tony and the boyfriend's relationship caleb a lot he has to keep the shop for income and that's why he was missing school while living at caleb's and that the dad and the mom got separated in san diego and the dad is due to be departed so tony was going to sell his car when bryce showed up to get his tailgate or tail light fixed which we saw at that party so they're giving us a little bit of a time frame he pays fifty thousand dollars bryce for the car even though he's like i don't want fucking charity even though you really need fucking charity but i get what you're saying like i'm really not trying to take money from the rapist but he's out here he running these streets apparently ain't nobody too mad to not just speak to him if he speaks back because <laughs> i know i would find other ways to make sure he would not approach me particularly if i was jessica but that's another rant that we can get on but we're not because it's the show and he says well this is the money my dad gives me to stay away and tony's like well that's fucked up (laughs) and takes it and then i immediately thought because of ani's in the future dialogue i kind of don't want it anymore the more it goes on the more i'm like "Ugh, this is like another kind of hannah's tapes but better utilized than hannah's tapes It, it just i don't know i will eventually move on from it i just just for 13 straight episodes it's a lot i don't i don't like narration uh throughout a whole entire series so i think that's just a pet peeve of mine in general a little bit of it sure a lot of it nope but i know we're gonna find out that one of these damn walkers reported tony's family to ice i know i know that's gonna come down the pipeline if not bryce uh then it would be now i would not even think bryce because bryce he don't seem like he would do that type of shit but mr walker certainly feels like he would and he probably would do it to get revenge against tony and i'm sure that check did not clear caleb's the one that told them this entire story and the first thing he said is you can't tell nobody and clay text so i mean he wasn't even all the way out of eyesight before he was texting everybody <laughs> a story 
hold water for shit and i was really surprised like caleb you definitely don't know these kids you don't tony should have warned you about the clay and he got a co-signer now shit and then he was like what did i say do not surround him as soon he's like i didn't agree to shit and he even told Ani, i did not agree to a damn thing you decided but he tells tony like i'm your friend why didn't you tell me and the fact that my mother is a fucking attorney <laughs> and she do free bono why 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 we can get we can help justin now with his legal shit but we can't help tony make it make sense y'all make it make sense you know why i don't because the writers are light white trash but at least the drama is tasty tony's sister is safely in arizona so that's when he meant when he said my heart is in arizona that's not where his car was he didn't give a shit about the car didn't mean as much to him his entire family it turned out was deported in the summer and tony kept all this shit secret he was like is he really that good at keep her secrets yes <laughs> but dude i know that you are keeping a lie and being treated like the common hoodlum looking like a 26 year old man you, but that's really messed up that you didn't tell your friends nothing then he says it's a pride thing and you wouldn't understand because you're white and that's true but at the same time his mom is a lawyer and a good one like that's the time where you lean on someone like yeah you stopped him from committing suicide i mean everyone's got a few cards for that but man that i would cash that one in i would cash that one in sometimes you gotta put pride before the fall and it seemed like he was putting pride before the fall because you one fixed bryce walker's taillight and two took that damn check so i don't understand why you couldn't have made a phone call then clay comes and hugs all his family and says we need to put a picture up of justin because he is his brother justin is totally doing drugs and clay is not clicking in with that whatsoever he also got rid of that gun uh that was what's his face what 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 is tyler we saw a little bit of tyler he was boxing with alex he punched alex right in the face and alex got up like again he is going fucking crazy and that's because he murdered bryce (laughs) and it's gonna be perfect because he's a cop son so you know they ain't gonna let his ass and he tried to commit suicide already he already fucked in the brain for life that that's something they might put under you know like damn it i will say i like mrs walker despite the fact that she must have been a shit mom clearly she was not raised to be a mother at all (laughs) she was raised to be a barbie doll and to be sent places in which she was not wanted so that men could cheat on her that was her life and that's gotta be a sorry and the fact that her son probably was indoctrinated into that same thing god only knows she might not have even been allowed to parent her son i mean do you even see how he was like yeah you don't talk to your son that way like what the fuck you mean like you need to get up off of his back (laughs) what so yeah um i can imagine that the father did very much of the same it's like yeah you need to go to nepal the minute she's trying to actually start doing something 
And that is where I will end. If I have any other comments, I'm sure I will share them later once we get into the feedback. What up, Christina? It's Mimi. Um, This is my feedback for 13 Reasons Why. This is season three, episode five and six. Um, Hopefully by now you've watched episode two. um, Because like I told you in when I sent you little my DM message, I thought two was the better one between the three episodes that um, well, that I've watched because you only watched two of them. So hopefully you got your life together by now and you are on the right episode. Um, I think between the two of these episodes, I like, uh, five more. Um, they were, they were both okay. Um, I, you know, I'll get more into it when I, or maybe hopefully I remember to get back into it when I, when I actually talk about the episode, but I just, I don't like how they're trying to make it look like, um, Bryce is deemable because he's not. Um, I keep thinking back to when he started replaying him his rape of hannah in his mind and he got hard like he got turned on thinking about inflicting that pain on someone and granted humans have humans have the ability to change and i'm not saying that he couldn't have but whether you forgive someone or um want to not see them die doesn't mean that they're redeemable and you owe them anything like forgiveness is something that I've learned that you do for yourself because you're holding on to that pain and that frustration and that anger and it's not doing anything but eating you alive and most of the time the other person that harmed you they don't give a crap they are living their best life and they're not thinking about you at all so you forgive someone for yourself so I'm not saying that you know you you can't forgive Bryce but for them to try and make him seem like a character that we can start to care about and want to see happy no Bryce is a piece of shit and I'm glad that he stood up for his mom but that whole family's trash and that's the bottom line I don't like how they're doing it because I feel like they want us to be okay with him having feelings for Ani and I will never be okay with that I'm all with Clay on that like you you care about him you want to you're you're on his side like why like I understand that we're getting the story and it's unfolding how it is but I will never be okay with any being anything other than a lending ear to Bryce and if they try and have her kiss him him kiss her or them sleep together I will fucking be livid like more livid than I was that Olivia Baker never got dragged for filth for the shitty ass parenting that she did more than that like I I don't even I feel like I will fucking break a window like I will literally lose my shit so I'm hoping that's not what they do but uh, we we just gonna have to get through this and at this point these writers are very stupid and it's hard to know what they plan on doing I will say this season has been better writing but the fact that we still don't see teachers I am not okay with like y'all just y'all parents and teachers just don't exist the only parents we really see are clay's parents and now they living in a whole ass different house than the parents so who knows what kind of shenanigans they gonna be having these fools get into now the kind they're doing already is pretty unpredictable so 
who knows um so let me let me get on to this feedback i'll start with episode five um i have in my notes <laughs> talking about alex like he <laughs> he was going through some things and i just can't understand that nobody noticed like they should have realized that he was not himself he wasn't acting the same and the fact that jessica dumped him for justin again that gotta leave some scars i i gotta tell you this is just a side note just in in the mind of lamia there is a reason that i don't go back to exes like if we broke up for whatever reason i will never go back because every time that you do you end up getting hurt again that relationship didn't work out for a reason and um it's one thing if you guys decide okay you know I just need a mental break from you that's not a break I'm talking about well y'all straight up broke up you didn't talk nothing like that and then all of a sudden you reconnect because you know I am the queen of having exes dropping my dms and I don't know why I mean I sometimes I do be looking cute and I only post pictures where I feel like I look really nice so who knows like now with all the social media and technology reconnecting to someone is not that hard so who knows maybe they sum up my page if you're friends with one of my friends you can see my stuff so they probably it probably just showed up and they were like damn shorty looking good and i'm like let me drop her dm and see what happened and i leave them fools straight on read because no thank you the one time i decided to go back to an ex it was an utter shit show he ended up doing the same crap to me he did the first time and he basically chose to be with someone else over me and it happened twice and i learned from my lesson never again well if we're over over and i will never answer an ex's in my dms i think that if darren and i ever broke up it would be different because we have a child together but that's my only child so i have no other reason to talk to any of these other fools and that's how it would be and i feel like that damage especially when you feel like you guys are building something the second time and you fixed the problems that you had before and they end up doing that same shit to you and then for alex not only did she break up with you because she wasn't like sexually satisfied i don't know how depth into their breakup they got um but she chose justin over him again and this time justin did some really foul shit to her so I get where he he was coming from and i understand that he wouldn't be mentally right and the fact that nobody's checking in with a friend of theirs who already tried to commit suicide is pretty effed up but they be so focused on one problem that they forget that the whole other thing happened just like clay was so focused on hannah being raped y'all forgot jessica was raped too and she's still alive dealing with the consequences of finally coming to terms with the fact that she was sexually assaulted by bryce walker um so when um alex <laughs> was blowing up at the table with clay and ani and and uh i was like yeah i saw that coming and the part that had me dying was when uh justin found alex's little pouch and they were like but justin's so mellow and Amy was like alex mellow like she clearly pay attention because he has been having some roid rage for a while now and y'all just was not paying attention I think he already had a traumatic brain injury so he has an issue with his emotions already but it is worse now like way worse because the roid rage is a real thing like they have outbursts of extreme anger and a lot of them get violent from it um so I I laughed a lot from that because it was funny but I will say like 
his breakdown when he was talking about how skinny he is and you know just feeling like he wasn't attractive like it's something you don't think about for guys but I mean people have body image issues and that's that's human beings you know if you keep like I think Justin's skinny too but he's an athlete Alex is not so he can have a complex and then the girl you want keeps dumping you for the same guy that's gonna leave a mark I do appreciate Justin though like because he has no reason to care about Alex but he knew a drug problem when he saw it and he made it a point to tell clay because he knew clay would do something about it he's still going through his own drug issues right now he's clearly fiending um i think after he sold that gun he got his hit but you know I, i'm sure they try to explore that at their own pace but i knew he was a crackhead he ain't got no help and nobody noticed that he's still on drugs so my assumption was he's just one of those functioning um drug addicts at this point he's learned to to get his life uh right and still do drugs so he's probably just doing enough to get him right and then hiding it so that he has a stash because he's clearly going through some things right now um let's see what else i wrote about jessica when he when or not jessica alex when he when he blew up at her at monet's about the you know when she's like like i knew going into why you know she keeps picking justin like i don't know what it is about wanting to know it's like why do you why do you want her over or him or her over me like it's never gonna go well but it's just human nature to be curious like whatever they say is not gonna make you feel better and whatever the answer is it's probably gonna make you feel like shit but it's a question that we all have like I just want to know like just tell me like I need to know for my own benefit it's not gonna change anything it's not gonna make you want me it's not gonna make you decide oh after I say it out loud you're right I want you and not them but for some reason we just need to know and when she told him like you know Jessica was like you know he makes you feel safe and Justin like blew up and he was like are you fucking kidding me like Justin let his best friend rape you how does that make you feel safe like I, I felt that I was like I mean the way he went about it was 100% wrong especially from someone that's a rape survivor but he was not wrong in that question he did do that and you, how do you feel safe with him I I don't know and I'm sure Jessica don't even know it doesn't mean that it's not a valid emotion she has the right to feel that way maybe she feels like he redeemed himself and now she feels safe around him then that's absolutely fine for her but for Justin I get where he was coming from like bitch that shit don't even make sense like why like I will protect you from everyone but you want to be with Justin and he literally let his best friend rape you and went downstairs and soaked about it and didn't tell you for months so I I understood where he was coming from um the other thing was uh I want to talk about quickly is that Monty thing I'm not surprised like I knew like I, the whole time I'm watching him um in season two I could see Monty has some self-loathing issues and I couldn't assume that I mean I could assume that it was you know the fact that he was struggling with his sexuality um but I wasn't that wasn't in my forefront mind I thought maybe he was just struggling with his home life and his like need to uh protect Bryce but also like battling with the fact that he shouldn't be on the side because he knows what Bryce is doing is wrong so I thought it was something to that effect but the fact that we find out he's gay that actually makes more sense that 
he has self-loathing i'm sure his father has probably called him a homo you know any kind of like derogatory slur for a homophobia or for a homo homosexual man <clears throat> i'm sure when he was younger i mean this i'm a strong believer that people are born gay like you're like to me it's silly for you to think okay i personally was born um being attracted to men like i've never had a crush on a girl i've only ever had crushes on guys so to me if i can know that i have a crush on a guy why can't a, a girl my age know she has a crush on a girl like it's not something that you just decide i i cannot speak for you know homosexual people bisexual people trans because i'm not them but i feel like to me logically it makes sense so he's probably had these feelings that he's been attracted to men his whole life and you know i'm sure when he was younger before he realized it was a problem his dad probably saw it and the way his dad is he beats him all the time he's probably been calling him these derogatory homophobic names his whole life so in his mind he knows that he can't be gay but he is so not only does he hate himself but he hates everyone else that is gay or maybe even stereotypically should be gay and i feel like that's why he did that to to um tyler and now i'm absolute certain that his father did that shit to him um he has a lot of anger and you know grief and pain and someone needs to deal with that because school shooters are one thing but you know someone growing up and beating their significant other because they hate themselves is another and i feel like monty's probably going to be the latter the latter so they need to it needs to come out what he did because that fool needs help amongst being punished he also needs some help um because he is a loose cannon and who knows what he's the way he beat the shit out of that guy all he said was we should hang out some other time nobody knew what that meant nobody even was paying attention but he knew what the dude meant and he felt the need to beat him for it and that is not okay and the fact that bryce paid dude off ugh, i just i hate people that just throw money around i get why he's doing it he just wants to spend his dad money because he hate him but bryce ugh, i I don't think I want to talk about him anymore. Um, what else we got here in my notes? I talked about, oh, uh, Tony. I, I just, I mean, it's good we're seeing it because I think his friends forget that he is not one of them. He is not a white man in this country. He is a brown man. And on top of the fact that he's a person of color, he also has a criminal record. So he will always be treated different. He will always be assumed guilty until someone else is caught and he's proven he's just off the hook because he couldn't have done it because this person done it i don't even think it's innocent or guilty till proven innocent it's guilty until we find someone that's better suited and we have proof that they did it and not you because i feel like um the circumstantial evidence that they have for tony bringing them in was stupid like i i i'm at a car uh repair shop and he brought his car in I didn't have any interaction like we know Tony was lying but they have no reason to believe that he's lying I have other people that work here I didn't do it Bryce I don't like him and I he's done harm to a lot of my friends so why would I want to work with him if he got his car brought in I mean it's possible I help repair it but that doesn't mean I know who the owner is 
like I didn't have anything that should have been enough to where the conversation was over but they pursued it and they they like kept him on hold because he was a person of color with a criminal record and you did it until I say you did it and that's unfortunately how it is look at clay they have actual text message where he threatened to kill old boy and he's not he's not being brought in they keep randomly questioning him and he's 18 now so granted he could always have his mom come defend him like call her like you know they're questioning me but the fact that he's grown and they don't need to have his parents around they could bring him in at any time and they haven't and that to me is not a coincidence it just shows the kind of mindset that this uh place this community has and i'm glad that they're exploring it because it's real um and they tried to pretend like it wasn't in the other episodes um okay so we can go ahead uh to see to episode six um i i wanted to point out that zach's speech at bryce's funeral was fucking stupid it didn't make sense it was dumb and i wish they would have never made my ears listen to that um and it really bothered me um uh what else oh uh the back to tony because this episode really like really shook me because it, it i feel like it came out of left field it was something i was not anticipating i'm glad that they're talking about stuff like this because this is real life and this season i believe was 2018 it was either 2018 2019 it had to be 2018 because the final season is 2019 and this is real life for some people and um tony is mexican and these are things that happen to them a lot of a lot of the mexican people i know were born here but their parents were not and their parents like came you know might have came in on a work visa but that visa expired decades ago and technically they should have been back in mexico and they never went um but they had built a life and according to what i've heard from friends uh you know the process to get your citizenship when you were not from a, a european country is really hard they want you to go back to where you came from and then you know when you're when they finish all the paperwork then you can come back like first of all if you're if you've been in america for 20 years you have no idea how to live in mexico especially when you um have everything you you know your job your family your house your mortgage all that stuff is in america how do you expect someone to go back to their the country they were born in and just wait a year a year and a half two years until you decide to put their visa through like that's unrealistic and stupid it has to be a better way and um i'm not saying that they shouldn't you know try to get people to come in the legal way but the fact that they only care when it's a brown person that's the shit i have a problem with because i know plenty of european people that you know are from germany i shouldn't say plenty i know of two one is from ireland and one is from germany and they are here illegally but you nobody nobody makes that assumption because they're white and that shit pisses me off a lot um so i'm glad we got that story but when he was on the phone like the actor that played tony he is actually a really good actor and i don't think i ever noticed it's probably because they didn't really give him a lot to work with last these last couple of seasons but when he was on the phone with his dad speaking spanish and we found out that his dad i knew i speak spanish enough like 
understanding it that I could follow like towards the end of the conversation that his dad was deported um especially when he was talking when he um was talking to the neighbor and the neighbor was telling them about his family while they were gone like I I followed that conversation because it was wasn't quick Spanish and it was pretty um conversational ish but when we like when we saw his reaction to his father being deported that was was a lot like I it got me I was very emotional because like I said it came out of left field I don't know what I was expecting when his family was just not there the food was still on the stove they didn't turn up like the stove off that was a lot like it got me and then like his boyfriend you know backing him all of that was just it was just such a good scene and I'm and I'm glad the, the actor uh Tony the actor that plays Tony got to to show that he's a good actor because he really is and you know when he was in the scene with his sister that shit was sad we got to see his brothers and his dad his parents like oh it was it was really good um I'm sad that Tony didn't think he could talk to anyone about it but I mean in all honesty like Clay is his friend but Clay's also very naive and and I think it's funny that Clay don't understand why he wasn't told like why would he tell you you don't you can't comprehend what he's going through like you'll never understand that's something that you personally would never in your life have to go through and you might be able to I guess empathize with me but there is there like I I don't want it like I need I need some straight answers to my questions I need to get a plan together um you being clay and me having to clay stuff down for you I don't want to do and I think it's silly that clay didn't understand why (laughs) Tony didn't tell him um I, I'm not surprised. Um, even the way he reacted when her, his boyfriend told him not to tell anyone, he's like, I never agreed to that. Even Anna was like, Ani was like, Clay, what are you doing? Like, as soon as dude walked away and got in his car, Clay was sending a massive chain. Did it ever occur to you that that's nobody's fucking business? Um, we don't know the status of, of Tony's citizenship. It seems like him and the younger one are citizens because their parents came in 95 and we are to, we are to believe that um tony um is in high school he would have been born at least in 2000 2001 something to that effect he's 18 and i think this is 2018 so he was born in 2000 so he would have been a citizen and his little sister clearly is a citizen too but everyone else was not because they were born in mexico so um you know that that does have an impact you know you can't comprehend how it feels to have illegal parents um and then now they're gone and i'm stuck by myself and i can't raise my sister like i want to because i have i have shit to do you know i have a plan i have to get it together and until that plan comes together i don't have time to to reel you in clay sorry (laughs) that's just the bottom line um the last thing wait i'm not sure if this is the last thing what else did i want to talk about uh hold on let me look okay um the last thing i want to talk about is that funeral i i'm with um jessica like protesting a funeral um is ridiculous i feel like if they did some type of memorial service for bryce at a football game that would have been more um on par 
to like what they're trying to do but protesting a funeral for a man a boy who died and his parents are grieving that's ridiculous i i cannot stand that girl um i don't know what her name is but she can suck a dick i i'm not saying that you don't have a right to be upset that you you were a sex like you were sexually assaulted but what she said to jessica she need her ass whoop you are victim when you become a survivor don't tell people how to grieve their sexual assault if i don't believe if i don't agree with what you did does not make my suffering any different it doesn't make me a victim to your survivor and she said that shit very condescending like you don't think what you're doing is harmful to someone who was sexually assaulted you think that just because you think something is right everybody else's opinion is just trash she really needed her ass whoop and i'm mad that jessica didn't come over there and drag her for filth because that's what she deserved i would have not like hit her or anything like that but i would have cursed her smooth out and let her know who the fuck she not like you are not end all be all of sexual survivors if someone is sexually assaulted and they want to grieve a different way they have every right you don't get to tell somebody what they want to do and um the way she treats everyone that doesn't agree with her i don't like and jessica as the president should have been able to just say you know what you don't need to be here i'm in charge what i say is is gonna go and you don't you were no longer in this uh council so you can see yourself out like that's what i would have said the end point blank period i don't agree with this i said no and that's it i don't care if it was voted i'm vetoing you I am in charge of this and this is wrong. If you want to protest, let's protest a football game. Let's protest a basketball game, baseball, whatever all these sports um, Bryce is in, but not the boy's funeral. And speaking of the funeral, Bryce's dad is a weirdo. Um, I don't like the way he caressed Ami's hand. I'm just going to put that out there. Um, I just didn't like it. I already talked about Bryce, so I don't need to bring him up again. And then the last thing I want to talk about real quick, because I'm already really, really over, was how short Tony is. He was hugging Clay, and the height difference was impeccable. And I was like, damn, I I always assume, like, I think I looked up the actor that plays Clay, and I think he's like 5'9". So the guy who plays Tony must be like 5'5". Five, five. Like, he's short as hell. <laughs> that was hilarious. Um, I think that's all I got. I'm actually excited to hear your feedback. Hopefully you went back and watched episode two because it was a good one and it had some important stuff in it. <laughs> and I was looking forward to hearing your feedback on that. But I never got that one. So hopefully you throw some of those sprinkle that episode two up in this uh, podcast. So um, I will end it here until next time. Love, peace, hair grease and black girl magic. Queen of the couch. Meet me out. That was Queen Mimi with her thoughts on the last two episodes. So what did I think about episode two? I thought it was all right. I mostly enjoyed. I mean, I think it is appropriate to show that you can think you're at the top of the food chain, but you know, you're not (laughs) in the 1%. There's still 1% and Bryce was never he was always the best because of where he was at because no one was on his level but he goes to a school where everyone's on his level and people are already or actually i should say acting the way one would act 
against someone who committed such an atrocious crime i think that makes a whole lot of sense the fact that it could not also have been reciprocated at liberty is really ridiculous and just shows exactly some of the huge flaws in this particular show so few things on your feedback oh and you know clay i'm just let y'all you know this right now i'm totally the way in the first episode he was like ani i need you oh no they must have at least hooked up once in the summer before she went to school before she knew anything about him because i'm looking at the timelines and when they were snorting the cocaine that was in the summer that was close to the time where he was starting to get close to his mom and they were building their relationship a little bit more and he was breaking down um and you could tell she did not like him when she was cleaning up the cocaine and i'm sure something happens between now and school where she didn't quite know like she doesn't know his background or that he was a rapist Uh, those things didn't come up or at least did the mom say it? i don't think so i don't think that the mom said it like she didn't find out until she went to school and i think that's when i'm not sure i haven't been paying i guess as much attention to when the third episode i want to say when those conversations were having were into effect but yeah you could definitely see would have been off-putting because clay was all like don't go near him and he knows but he also gave her half the the story about hannah which she ain't asking too many stories about every time her name comes up i'm like come on guys it's been like two years now like if he's still really in love with a shadow that never paid you attention except for the last five minutes of your life that's just so stupid that's just like some fantasy that you would have to put some under subpar girl on a pedestal that did not even really deserve it but that's neither here nor there she didn't deserve to die but that was her choice so what you said about forgiving like the show's trying to make us forgive them i don't see that as the same thing i think humanizing someone and forgiving them are two different things like jessica choosing not to forgive him that's yes exactly what you were saying the power is really uh on the person that wants to forgive because they get to move forward in their life you know you telling them you forgive them is really for them so no they yeah they would have to earn that but if no one's willing to give it to them all they can do at that point is move forward i totally get the visceral feeling and hatred towards a rapist someone who showed also uh, a lack of remorse previously for their actions and also did not serve the appropriate sentence for said actions due to the fact that they had money those are not combination of things that are going to make you quote-unquote like bryce walker i don't like bryce walker but i can still see bryce walker as a person who didn't deserve to be murdered and thrown in a lake and have his mother find his or someone find his bloated body and that's how you have to see them at the corner death you can't come back from and it was someone's son and it was a a child that was 18 years old 17 18 years old not sure how old when he was when he died that's 18 to 100 years old that's a lot of living to be done and as you stated i think 
how I, I you were stating that you know you're not saying people can't move on from that or shouldn't be allowed to i think that's exactly what the show is i'm not saying they're trying to do it because that that into i don't feel like they're going to the route of oh you should forgive uh, bryce walker and he's a good person now i feel the characters are not realistically reacting to him in a manner that makes sense uh aka or also known as alex like there's just no i mean you want to i mean he wants to yell at the character about how what justin what she did with justin doesn't make it really doesn't make sense that he would be hanging out smoking core you know sharing prostitutes and doing cocaine and having a summer bromance with an actual rapist and you are in love with still the girl that he molested that doesn't make sense so it's hard to really point out one thing if not pointing out the other thing and this show is not interested in really like i don't at this point i'm not gonna sit there and go does this make sense because it really all doesn't (laughs) not all of it and even the slight realistic aspects are rather uh, much for me a little bit and um i don't feel like the show is saying he, he is a good person now and we should all give him a chance or you know make you feel one way or another i mean clearly you're gonna feel whatever way you're gonna be feel to someone but i do me personally feel empathy of him as a person and as someone if enough people and i'm gonna go put this towards your your talk about monty you're way more empathetic towards that character who is himself a rapist as well and i think the reason why is twofold neglect and neglect is not only just a psychological but it's also a physical thing and abuse is not only a psychological it's a physical thing so you also mentioned shooting up the school well people who shoot up the schools aren't doing it because mommy was slapping them all up in the room usually it's a great deal of neglect and loneliness depression where is that coming from what are the parents not doing to give that child enough um feeling that they feel safe or needed or loved or that they think this is a, a a healthy way to get attention monty is physically and psychologically uh abused and we see it very plainly on the screen and we can relate to that because it's more commonplace right where it's going to be a much harder leap to try to find that same amount of empathy towards someone who was white privileged and then got away with this crime yeah that that's going to be expected but it's the funny thing is they they have the same exact impact um yes he did this thing to women that was awful but then you have to figure out and ask the question where did that come from and that's what the show is doing they're building the layers of how these people manifest into the people that they are and that at someone at a young age that has done this is there a possibility for them to be rehabilitated clearly clearly the dirt is still there we see that when he uh, breaks into the person's house that's not a rational reaction that's him going back into that 
that dark that easy dark place that ease that he's had all his life where things just you do what you're supposed to do and it's if it's right or wrong it doesn't matter because you are who you are and i think when you juxtapose it to him vomiting as soon as he gets away and then casually going you know woo, that was that was crazy can't believe we did that it it all builds up to the circumstances and if you can understand the circumstances then you have the possibility of intervention and not only intervention rehabilitation and i guess it just depends on your feelings of rehabilitation into society after a crime there are a lot of people that commit crimes at young ages and they're horrible crimes i mean murder is a horrible crime um you know people little boys that are burning insects and and uh, you know um on that path so to speak of possibly skinning people instead of those animals you have to be able to rehabilitate them in a manner or recognize things in other people that may help them and i think that the study of that human nature or the circumstances the nurturing and nature environment that manifests these types of traits they have to be looked at they have to be analyzed otherwise how do we not only recognize it later on in another person but it may also possibly turn someone's life around and they make this horrible horrible mistake and then maybe in the future they do better you don't have to want or root for that no but it doesn't mean that it that we shouldn't explore the idea of it being done and the fact that they are trying to do any work with this character because it's just easy to be have him hated but you have and it's been going back two seasons like someone who is so privileged that they don't even understand the concept of what they did was wrong and then you have a grandfather and a father who make it very clear that getting one's appetites out uh, is pretty normal it feels as if you know the mother isn't even allowed to mother how much was he even given any maternal affection it seems he's desperately wanting his dad kicked him to the curb and he sees him in town and he puts his guts out in front of him that's a need for attention and love that's going to create a very dark space in you and it's very hard to say what how you react when you don't when you've not gone through that dark space and i'm not saying you can't feel it to a certain extent because everyone's got their story right i can tell you in moments that i have not grown up feeling the most loved i'm sure i'm not going to get into your background but you know everyone comes from different things and then we we overcome them and we don't it, it becomes harder for us to reconcile that type of quote-unquote weakness and others but it's just some get into that dark place and they never come out once again it's not validating or excusing what they they've done but as you brought up with monty the first thing you said was we got to get him some help and he's got to pay for his crime and this that and the other thing all things that are very true and the same thing really goes for bryce the justice system ultimately failed um he he was convicted for his crime it's not to say he wasn't convicted he didn't get this he didn't have to serve any time that's the difference between um 
what Monty would have to go through versus what Bryce went through is that his money was able to get a judge or his white privilege or whatever you want to call it was able to get him on a light sentence but he was convicted of his crime he is he does have that on his like he wasn't let go so that is the part where I think they're where it's fair to say rehabilitate at this point because he did go through the justice system the justice system took it easy on him because he's a white man a rich white man in america that's a whole other thing that you know was existing before bryce came out of anybody's pussy so i don't know how was he was supposed to act when this was where he came from and i think that what the show is saying that even he can recognize certain things like it's the same thing they always say in jail like even cold-blooded killers love their children (laughs) you know and i mean cold-blooded killers like the they'll murder they killed 15 people um or kill women at truck stops rape isn't the only thing that can be done to women um you can rape in different ways you can molest in different ways and and yet they can go home and have a family and and actually genuinely care about said family or have friends or have parents that's the part where i say the humanizing aspect is not the same as the forgiving no one is forgiving uh forgiving bryce right now in this show and he's doing and showing actions that clearly make it clear that he was on a slippery slope and it was constantly slippery in one way and the other he kept backsliding and then sliding forward and backsliding and then sliding forward and where he was at by the time he hit that pier we won't know until we get there but even so even so he does not deserve to die it's the same thing with rip grimes shooting i know this is silly correlation but when i'm jumped in my mind but him killing pete i don't give a fuck that pete was beating his wife you could have exiled pete you could have jailed pete you could have done whatever the fuck to pete you did not have the right to execute someone mind mind you (laughs) this was after he killed someone else and even then there's still due process if you believe in due process no matter how shitty it has been to us you either believe in the system or you don't you either if you believe in the system then it's about changing the system like the system has to be worked but the idea of due process is the fact that you are represented you get a lawyer brown person or not due process still got him a lawyer yes he sat in there all night yes he was treated like a criminal but due process did say i want a lawyer and they have to give him a lawyer so the system is certainly definitely not perfect not even a little bit and it went the way it was gonna go for bryce but he is still convicted he whatever the case may be paid for his crime though he didn't pay the way he should have paid so he is a citizen of the world even with a record and if there's a chance or a possibility of getting him some help then he should be getting help that's the part where i am question mark question mark there is no need to get help that's where he should be at right now in a facility trying to get some site like this is not the way in which you would get someone help and the show's not trying to realistically go there so 
I'm rather tepid on even going I didn't even intend to go as deep as I did but I just was when you said they're trying to get us to forgive them and you don't like that the that was the first thing I was like oh no I don't think they want us to forgive him at all and even if you did or you didn't that's that's either neither here nor there he's still a human being he's still someone's child and that is you know we see in the past he has these like he cared about his bros i know you said oh he just paid for the money because he wants to spend his money daddy's money there might be something to that in the fact that that's what he gave tony's car for uh after that infamous diner scene where he got blown off and he was definitely made clear (laughs) didn't even tell his son who was in town but i do think and from what we've seen from justin's narrative that there's kindness in him there was a kindness in him before something went wrong i think you even said it before kids aren't born bad or born gay or well no actually i think kids are born gay but that's a whole other thing like i don't believe people are born bad i think that you could be born with some type of disorder or you know when things grow in your body and they and it's a very very delicate fucking process and that means growing your whole fucking brain there's not to say there's nothing that can go wrong in there that might create a behavioral type of pattern and you later on that cannot be explained but it's not as prolific as as one would think even though the world is a crazy murderous place it mostly has to do with the motives of greed or um (laughs) revenge things like that oh lord i just went into a whole thing and i didn't even mean to really go into a whole thing but that's what i felt about that anyway and then um (laughs) oh what did you say oh you said clay uh stuff down i wonder what that what did i write in that note i don't know clay stuff down oh clay stuff down when you said spelling explaining things to tony (laughs) like you know tony doesn't have time to clay stuff down things i would say i would agree with you i agree with you on the part that yes clay is definitely a square to the three quarter triangle of square absolutely 100 percent, and he is naive in this world but if no one tells him how will he know that's the thing about friends and friends that are of color sometimes and yes i i I get that feeling and i'm I'm not saying don't feel the way you feel because there are those it's like i don't have time to teach people that's hey that's on you me personally i would find someone like clay a good friend to want to teach because he's someone who wants to know he's also someone that wants to not put his foot in it and he's someone who has a good heart and you can see where his intentions were and also they went through a lot of shit season one up until the point where they were both climbing fucking mountains they were doing this if they didn't show how close and he even said he's my best friend clay mentioned those words tony is my best friend i don't think it's clay stuffing down to him 
to tell him what's going on personally in his life no that's kind of a shit non-shit thing to do i get you had things you could have done and you had to get a plan together and all that that's fine and maybe at that exact moment but that's the fucking summer it's been like (laughs) at least a, a few months um a murder investigation also has come up i don't know if you heard about that i and you're already involved in such big shit with him like the gun thing i felt like this was something that out of all the shit that clay has uh tony has done for clay there tony really no i guess he was saying the shame thing because he was his parents were illegal immigrants but i don't feel like at any point where clay would quote-unquote judge for that and even if you didn't want to go into it i'm going through some things with my family that involve ice that's all you gotta say i don't need you to and i know we know clay is a nosy ass motherfucker and so we can't step and say clay wouldn't ask questions and he didn't feel like answering them but i don't know i feel you knew clay much longer than you knew caleb in love or not in love and y'all been through so much shit together that it it, it doesn't even become about being brown or you understanding my situation y'all friends y'all blood brothers i should be able to come to you when my shit hits the fan the way you come to me every time your shit hits the fan and explain to you what's going on even if you can't understand you he can help him make him understand and that doesn't take too much effort especially explaining how the system worked in the way you were explaining very well how the system works and how this would work out for his like clay would be like that's fucked up and then he would go tell his mom who's a lawyer so (laughs) i'm not i'm still not on that part because this mom's a fucking lawyer and you're paying for lawyers you could at least got legal advice look at all the shit he did with olivia baker i just uh -uh. he could at least call the other dude Olivia her baby whatever the name is i'm just yeah that to me did not ring necessarily authentically smart (laughs) um and then what else uh you said that oh yeah justin's doing drugs he is definitely doing drugs and he's just no one's picking up on it because no one knows how to recognize a drug habit a drug user they just don't (laughs) i'm looking for the bathroom oh i'm looking for justin's earring In, in the really he's looking for drugs and you should be on full alert you can sleuth everywhere else but you can't sleuth around your brother that no Mm-mm. he putting out all types of red flags uh and then as much as i want and i do agree that he was treated worse than everyone else that was a suspect at this point in time i will say that's police procedure to bring in the person that actually has an anger management problem and two damn assault charges <laughs> and also he was all up and down that olivia baker hannah case his name was i mean he just kept popping up all the damn time being around miss baker constantly Eh, i don't think it's an unsafe bet to pick the most likely subject and he just also in this case happens to be brown now that they know but i feel like they've been wanting to get clay 
because they feel like they more on clay's ass like tony was like eh, we can see it's tony like i'm gonna give him a once over but at the same time they've been staring at clay the entirety of the season i think they want and and not only they but mrs um what's her name walker she too wants clay everyone wants clay that's who they really want to go down for this murder or thinks murdered him more than anyone else so while yes i think that bringing in tony and him having to be there all fucking night and all that shit it's fucked up definitely and i'm glad they are exploring that but they're also in my opinion shop uh shoddily doing it in a way because don't actually make it make sense (laughs) the ice situation was fucked up like i can't imagine that whatsoever i will say i have to play devil's advocate here because i am very very up on my visa and stuff illegal status this is why i have to i'm i'm uh, in years and years i'm also being that devil advocate because i go two two ways here yes the visa system is a fucked up trying to become a citizen of anything it's hard becoming a u.s citizen is fucking hard it really is becoming a uk citizen guess what it's fucking hard becoming a canadian citizen yep it's hard it requires you to do what wait take time visas so yes anytime you are looking to get legal citizenship anywhere it's going to be fucking hard now we're not born in terrible situations in which we are trying to escape yes that is a whole different situation however when you do go file for those work visas a lot of the times that you miss them are deadlines they do have things in place where you can renew your visa or possibly it's denied because we don't know their story i'm not going to sit here and um procrastinate on it too further but i did want to bring up that there is a a system in place and i know you mentioned your two friends because they white you just on anti-white right now i know where it's coming from i know why you there and i will support you during your time and be like okay yep mm-hmm, i feel you girl but also let's let's also not pretend that <laughs> who who's jumping over the border right now that's it's not a lot of white people it's not it's not we can say it all you want to i grew up in a whole bunch of neighborhood of illegals and i can tell you there were a lot of brown people a lot of brown there were even some black jamaicans in the house okay i grew up those were all of my neighborhoods and i spotted no caucasians ever it's not to say it does not happen that's not to say that ice doesn't make it a priority to go after caucasian people i don't know i'm not that nice i'm not gonna speak for something that i don't i'm not there i don't know what their agendas are it could feel racist but it also could just be what the actual most prolific (laughs) citizens are that are jumping the border and we all know it's been that mexico border for a while and we know it all started off not just in getting away from but actually it's a a drug thing it's a whole fucking drug thing and it has a lot to do with 
cocaine in this country and the people that are are having it up in mexico so i mean it's a long long history and uh i'm not saying that an illegal citizen should be treated like shit or taken out of the middle of their home or just dehumanized in a way however i will say i wish they had given us a story because that would have been at least something to chew on even if it was you know explaining what happened you know were they here in legal status and then not legal status i i I don't know because i'm just i'm just um making supposition so i really don't want to go too far into it but i will say i i that's one of those issues where i don't want to put up a fucking wall i don't think immigration should be limited into the us of a I'm, i'm not for all that but i am about you know if you do want to become a citizen that does require a sacrifice and i see that not just in america and i think america makes it a big issue because immigration was a big part of this country and now it seems that we are splitting it but we also had immigration bite us in the ass at one point in time and i do mean literally bite us in the ass and we ended up getting or immigrating a great deal of dangerous people because you know we were free for all in it at one point in time in our history of immigration and other countries use that against us as a weapon if you want to learn more about that i can definitely talk offline but it's a two-fold issue definitely I, i have a lot of feelings about the moralistic and the i won't say the business because that sounds just it's not a business but there is there is a sacrifice that comes with citizenship of any land and yes i am blessed enough that if i wanted to go to another country my livelihood is not attached to that um but hey think about how quite frankly how some of us is feeling in 2021 walking down the street they might feel their livelihoods are at fucking stake so it's such a complicated issue such a very complicated issue i think there needs to be um a lot of changes to the laws definitely but but you also have to adhere (laughs) to said laws and and I think that there's just a lot more to that conversation. It's not quite as black and white um, as maybe some camps out there in the world would make one feel about it. And then lastly, I did agree with you about one sexuality. I, I, I don't see why people are so stuck on it, but it's what people do when they don't when something is appalling or repulsive to them that's all that is that's what hatred is that's what racism that's what any ism is is when you are appalled and disgusted and horrified and repulsed by the thing in which you you see in front of you and i don't know about you but life is kind of short and we breathe in we breathe out then we're dead 
and then some people believe we go somewhere else some people believe that's when it's over i am still <laughs> still straddling the fence so to speak i believe in the idea of a higher a higher a greater i should say a greater meaning a greater feeling a greater like if you think of humans we're made of stars i mean just ponder that for five fucking seconds i mean really ponder that we're made of stars and that is something cosmically beautiful and profound and bigger than all of us right and made of stars and the way our bodies function it's a it's a miraculous type of thing it's almost too miraculous why why we fucking take anxiety medications or drink booze or uh take drugs or this that and the other thing it's because that simple idea this thing that we have our brains that we use the things that we do every day the decision making the critical thinking that is something truly really just extraordinary and we normalize it because it's something that flows with ease through people but most people actually go through most their day without actually fucking thinking so for the the eight out of ten of us that does it's quite the um the astonishing that's why i think that spirituality but then there's also uh, that part of me where i'm like yeah and then when it's over there's no circuits i don't think i'm gonna have this brain that's gonna be thinking these thoughts that's gonna be over that critical thinking the decision making is gonna be done (laughs) i don't want to get anyone depressed because i feel like that's kind of where this is going however yeah it's where i was going with that is it's just like how do you how do you compare all of that that vast empty array of thought process and and get completely in your knickers wasting energy about whether or not someone likes to kiss a man or a woman why is that important what importance does that have in any grand scheme of anything did you know that when two women like the only reason that a man exists the the sex male is for sperm to procreate we are all fucking just cells desperately trying to survive i'm gonna start going into a nature rant and it's already 12 30 at night and i gotta get up in the morning so i'm gonna leave it here (laughs) but think about that people think about that if you want to send feedback blackrollcouch at gmail.com you can find this podcast on podbean stitcher itunes spotify and wherever else good podcasts can be found my social medias will be below remember to like share subscribe and if you have time run over to itunes rate the podcast leave a review Until next time, peace, hair grease, and black girl magic.